Okay, so I guess I'll start from the beginning. Okay, since the last since the last week, uh, last Monday, I basically declared that if I don't get like a job or some income between now and they, between then and now, I was going to you know go back to Baton Rouge, lick my wounds, and just try again. I ended up getting on the phone with my brother, and um, you know he was like, you know, I work at the plan. I'll see if I can try to get you a job somewhere. You know, we can get something. You know, we can make some shake when I when you get here. And I'm like, I'm I'm basically at this point where I'm just like, I lost uh, another loss, another fail. You know what I'm saying? I tried this before and it didn't work. I was feeling really kind of bummed out. I'm still feeling bummed out, but I feel more bummed out now than I did back then. You know, it's like a glass. You know, it's like imagine a glass full of liquid. You pour out all the liquid, and there's still liquid in the glass. You know what I mean? That's like the the this thing was half half uh half full earlier and now it's just lits of little bits and pieces i'm currently house sitting over at my cousin's place and um you know like because she's on vacation and i'm just kind of here i'm hook i'm helping out you know folding clothes i'm washing washing dishes trying to get everything at least a little bit cleaned up is a challenge because there's like four kids that live here also so um the goal now is to kind of just sort of you know, just just show a little bit of gratitude since I am here. I'm in a house. I'm not melting in my car in 100-degree weather for the most part right now. So I'm helping out. But also, like, as soon as I made that video uh, on uh, my YouTube, basically saying how I'm going to probably end up leaving, uh, the variable job, the variable gig that I got was... um. That's what I'm looking for. You know, it popped up. So they gave me like a good week of work, $120 a day for like five days. And now I got like, I got $600. I can, I don't know if I have access to it yet, but I have $600 that, you know, I got paid for that gig. So the variable app really does work. So, you know, shout out to, shout out to the, uh, you know, my homie who recommended that to me. So that helps a little bit. Uh, moving along. I want to take the time to point out something real quick. The actors, there's the actor strike that's going on. So, like, you know, I, I, I'm me being a bit of a fan of like the, the Stephen Colbert show and the um, uh, what's that other show? Seth Meyers. Like, I know that the writer strike is kind of like making sure that they don't do anything at the moment. And I'm, I'm also like a really big fan of the Amber Ruffin show. You know what I'm saying? So it's like I'm aware that these shows are being put on pause because probably because of the writer strike. And in the case of the Amber Ruffin show, I'm more than certain it's probably because you know she just she she just felt like she needed a break and she stopped. But the thing that's really kind of uh, I stand by the the actors. I stand by the workers because the whole idea that the business CEOs and the rich people that are in charge of everything. I don't like the idea of the people being in charge of things, like earning more than the people who actually do the work. Maybe I'm just weird because like there's a difference between because there's a difference between like, you know, like I'm not saying that to say, oh, I'm not saying that to say that the head managers, you know, at every job shouldn't get paid more than the people because the head managers at a job who are on site, the head managers on site, they know how to do everything at that place. You know what I'm saying? You become a manager at a at a job when you know how to do everything at that place. So if somebody doesn't show up, the manager can fill that position. That makes sense. I get that. 
You know what I mean? But then there's like business CEOs and, and, and all these. Like, I don't think I've, I don't know who Bob Iger is. I just know that I've never seen him act before. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think any, I don't think I've ever heard of any of the Waltons working at McDonald's. I mean, not working at, uh, working at, um, you know, like, in other words, if, if you were to like top down the, uh, the, the people who are at the top, if the people who are at the top had to work at a store, I'm pretty sure they would do terrible at that store. They would do just badly. They would do bad at the jobs. I will always say this. Millionaires and billionaires are terrible, probably like be terrible workers. And the reason why I'm bringing that up is because this should be something that should like not just apply to the actors and the, and the, and the screenwriters and stuff like that. This should apply to everybody because there are people out here who work their behinds off as often as possible and they get nothing. And I mean peanuts. So I stand by, I stand by the workers. I will always stand by the workers because the, the business CEOs and the rich people that are in charge of everything, you know, like you can only be rich for so long. You can only be poor for so long until you break it rich and you just don't work anymore. If you don't like if you're a rich person and you don't work anymore, I'm not going to be like, yeah, they worked hard to get to where they are. That definitely gives us reason to respect them forever. No, it doesn't. You haven't done anything. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you've been rich for, like, the past 20 years, you don't get the, we don't, if you have, if you've been rich for the past 20 years, I'm not going to be like, yeah, you know, he totally got that out the mud, man. He had to, 20 years ago, it was probably a little bit easier for him to, like, make that money back then. You can't make money like that today. You know what I mean? It's kind of like how, like, one of the big reasons why I don't respect Hugh Hefner is because he made money exploiting women. Like, I don't, like, Hugh Hefner basically got money doing something that the women should have been successful for. But you don't hear about the women that he took pictures of. You don't hear about the, the women didn't become successful from this. He did. The women should, the women are the literal faces of the industry. And he was the guy, but his name is like, you know, the thing that we remember. You know what I'm saying? So I don't respect, like, it's like, it's, it's a case of, Rich guy, the rich guy matters more than the workers do. I don't respect that. I will never respect that. Um, and also, I want to take this time to point out real quick, rich people are stupid. I don't respect rich people in general because my thing is, is that if I was rich, if I was rich, me, personally me, specifically me, if I was rich enough, I wouldn't be trying to hoard money. I would be trying to make it so that if I, I would be trying to, you know, I, it, it's a preemptive strike. It's a way of thinking. I would be trying to make being poor as convenient as, as, and as, and as awesome as possible so that when I, if I ever were to lose all my money, like I would have, I would make a ridiculously hyper efficient homeless shelter. I'm talking about one that provides transportation, one that provides food. One that provides job opportunities, you know what I'm saying? Like a homeless shelter that you could apply for and work at while also sleeping in, eating in, getting rides for, things like that. I would have that homeless shelter ready to go. And I would have like at least a good, I don't know, like 15, 16, 17 of them, right? 15, 16, 17 of them. And I would have a special room in every single one of them. I would have, I would always have room number one. 
I will always have rule number one at these 15 or 16 homeless shelters that I can be that that I have established to be ridiculously hyper efficient. So on the off chance that I find myself going broke or not having money or being or or just like or like I just I find myself in the red, I can say, bro, I got like 17 room ones I can go to on the off chance that I lose all my money. And these places are hyper efficient, really, really, really convenient. All this other stuff, man, I could go, shoot, like, these rich people, they are so afraid of being, like, they, 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 could, they have the power to make being poor not nearly as bad as what it is. And instead, they dread being poor to a point where they just make life as miserable as they can for poor people just so they can see, just so they can keep money. Bro, I don't get that. You know, like, you know, I don't, like, you know, if money becomes an addiction to you, you're not rich anymore to me. You you would you know you're you're just a terrible person who is trying to capitalize on being terrible because in America being terrible is beneficial, bro. I could not like like I've been poor too long. Like I like people say, well, if you become a billionaire, if you become a millionaire, then you're gonna get corrupted. You're gonna get a you're gonna get turned into a you're gonna turn into a a, 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 a corrupted individual too. No, I won't. I've been poor. I've been poor since the day I was born. I am, I'm in my 30s now, man. Like, there's no, I can't look at, I can't, I can't become rich and be like, suck it, you know, suck it, poor people. I can't do that. It's, I'm too late, it's too late in the game for me. You know what I mean? Like, I'm gonna, like, probably if I was like in my 20s, if I were to become rich in my 20s, that I could easily just like, you know, like, my empathy would probably have been, my empathy would probably have just barely been, you know, barely been built. So I could easily just lose all my empathy, become rich and be like, yeah, man, y'all got to get like me. Y'all got to do what I do. You know what I'm saying? No, I can't do that now. You know what I'm saying? I've been poor way too long. I'm currently homeless. Like right now, I'm currently homeless. There's nothing in me that if I got like billions of dollars and access to a whole bunch of money, there's I don't think there's anything in me that would have me be like, that would have me be like, you know. Man, they got to do what I did to get to where I'm at. I can't do that. Because I also know that you can literally read as many books as you can about millionaires and billionaires and rich people. You can read as many books about these idiots as possible. You can read about as many successful people on the planet. And you can do what they do right down to the letter and not make nearly as much as them. Because I know that, I feel like because I know that, I cannot... I feel like because I know that, I just can't, I, I can't, like, be stupid enough to be brainwashed into thinking that being rich is easy. You know what I mean? It's like, there's, there's people I know, there's people I know who think that they're rich. And they act like being rich is easy as long as you, um, what's what I'm looking for? Oh, man. I can't think. I can't think of the the phrase that I want to say, but it's like, yeah, man. There's these people I know, bro. They 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 they, they think that they they think that they're rich. All right. Like one of my least favorite things is when it's like, I'm not rich, but stop. If you're not rich, then don't 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 come in with your pseudo rich, your pseudo quasi rich. Oh, uh, well, I mean, you know, but technically they're right because you can, like, you know, rich people are so lazy. I mean, poor people are so lazy, blah, 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 blah. No, we're not. 
in order to say that poor people are lazy, you literally have to ignore all the poor people that you encounter at any place you go. If you ever go shopping anywhere, if you ever go shopping anywhere, all the people that work there, probably poor. If you ever go to a fast food place anywhere, all the people that work there, probably poor. If you go anywhere doing anything, the majority of the people that work in that facility that you're in, probably poor. There's absolute, like, you know, I can't, you can't, you can't convince, you can't sell me on the idea that, like, poor people are lazy. When I, the majority of the workers I see anywhere, in any situation, in any context, are probably poor. Stop. There's nothing, like, there's, like, you cannot... You can't, what's what I'm looking for? You cannot put me, if I were to become rich, there's no way that I could just middle finger the poor. There's just no way. Like, I don't think, I would never want to be so rich that I just middle finger the poor. Because I know too many poor people. I have poor people in my family. I have poor, I have poor friends. I myself am currently poor right now. And rich people are out here hoarding money. Making life is miserable. Making life miserable for poor people, and that's my problem too. It's like you being rich has nothing to do. Like you being rich should have nothing to do with poor people. Being rich should have nothing to do with poor people. But these people have managed to make life as miserable as possible for poor people. And you probably might be asking yourself, "How? There's, just Google. Just Google it, man. Like, look at the like." Bro, look at what they're doing. Look look at the checks. Like if you an a check for zero dollars and zero cents should be considered an act of violence. As a matter of fact, a check for anything less than a hundred dollars should be considered an act of violence. A check. Matter of fact, a check for anything less than fifty dollars should be considered an act of violence. A check. Cause that's just that's that's just that's just stressful. I want to go, this has nothing to do with the, uh, with the writer's strike, but I really just want to bring this up. Like, I, I remember, and I, I was younger, I put money in a, a bank account, in a savings account, in a bank. Uh, I put like, you know, like I said, $2,000 is really hard to get back then for me. I put $2,000 in, I, um... Oh man, this podcast is gonna be chock full of a lot of pauses. Um, I put two thousand. I put like two thousand dollars in. Two thousand dollars was really hard for me to get. That was at least a good two years of me saving up. Um, I want to say income tax returns. You know, because I was only getting like twelve hundred dollars. I was only getting like twelve hundred dollars in income taxes at the time, and uh, it really kind of stressed me out. It really it stressed me out and it frustrated me. Because, you know, I put $2,000 into this savings account. It was like a, it was a CD certificate of deposit. And I'm thinking to myself, okay, I'm going to get, I don't know, hopefully I get $10 back. If I can't get $10 back, I'll be glad to just get $5 back. $5, 12 months, $60, that's almost 100 I can do something with that. That's no problem. That was like, you keep your account up in here for five years, you will get a reasonable interest return, whatever. 
every month on that account that took me two years to establish that I, I let sit in there for five years. This was in 2012, by the way. All that money. You know what I was getting back? A dollar seventy on a monthly basis. Less two thousand dollars in the account, less than two thousand dollars coming back. And that was on a monthly basis. What can I get for a dollar seventy in twenty twelve? What can I get for a dollar seventy now? Like a dollar seventy. I was putting money into my account. I was doing everything I, I did. I, I want to say I did everything right. I'm, I put money into that account, and I was trying to do the right thing. And all I was getting back on a monthly basis. That's that. That hurt. That really, that, that actually, that hurt my spirit a little bit. Like, just thinking about it now, it's still, thinking about it now, it still kind of hurts my spirit. Because, like, I really, because I be, like, bro, I really did, I, I, I saved my money up, I put it into the bank. And the thing that really kind of upset me, too, is that, like, you know, another thing I didn't, kind of didn't like about, um, Another thing I didn't like about, uh, you know, this was that like, uh, you know, like the more you learn about like invest, the more I learned about investments and, you know, like stuff like that. It just, it, it feels like, it, it feels like no matter what you do, if you don't have a whole lot of money starting off, you're not going to get a whole lot of money. And that's, you know, that's a, it's a frustrating thing to think about. Like, you know, it, it, it feels like a, like the game, the game feels like it's cheating a little bit. Like, that ain't right. Like, like, you know, why do we do, why do we, like I say, you know, being rich, being rich shouldn't mean effing over the poor people. It just shouldn't. Especially because all we're trying to do is just survive out here. We're not trying to, like, you know, you should be lucky that we are, like, just basically bent on survival and not vengeance. Because... If vengeance was on our mind, there would be a lot more. There'll be a there'll be a lot more because there'll be a lot of dead rich people right now. And like, no, that's not a threat. That's just common sense. Because I want to make this very clear, you know, like a lot of rich people got a lot of fans, and these fans know where you live. These fans know your phone numbers. These fans are these like like these fans. They go out of their way. To make sure that they know who you are, where you are, what you're doing at all times. Like, me personally, I don't care about no rich folk. I'm just annoyed at the power that they have. I'm just a little aggravated at the power that they got, you know what I'm saying? Because it just seems, it seems irresponsible and it seems, it seems ridiculous. That's my issue. But these, uh, but the, but these super fans, that want to be you, yeah, they're gonna get you. They're gonna get you. It, it, once once it's determined that you are the ones that are like, once it's determined that y'all are the ones that are ruining everything and making life miserable for everybody, yeah, y'all gonna, 
But you got nothing to worry about with me. It's what you're going to do when, the, when your fans turn against you. That's what I'm saying. Like, but that's what I'm saying, bro. Rich people don't. Rich people, like, they don't uh, have any kind of, uh, what's what I'm looking for? Rich people, they don't have any kind of sense. They're also stupid. Like, Stockton Rush is proof that rich people are stupid. Um, Elon Musk is proof that rich people are stupid. Donald Trump is proof that rich people are stupid. Leon Black is proof that rich people are kind of evil. Like, really evil. Uh, Jeffrey Epstein, evil. But with me, evil and stupidity correlate with each other. I feel like you can't be stupid and you can't be maliciously evil and not be stupid. Because I feel like, like I said, for me, I don't, I, I've always said this. I've always, I try my best to say this as much as I can. I don't believe, because I don't believe that being evil is a smart trait. You know, we're living in a whole world right now. Where every well, like everybody, there's a the majority of people are suffering right now. Like on on a regular basis, the majority of people are suffering. The majority of people are going through things. The majority of people are catching some serious heck right now. You know what I mean? And somehow you just think maybe I should make their lives worse. What's smart about that? Where's the genius in that? I mean, everybody is suffering, everybody is catching the heat, everybody is miserable, everybody is broke, everybody is just trying to survive out here. We just recently learned that aliens exist and we're like, bro, I got bills to pay, I don't care. Everybody is struggling. Where is the geniuses and where is the smartness, where is the intelligence And in basically saying, I feel like making this person whose life is already miserable, more miserable. You can't, to me, that's, there's nothing smart about that. There's no genius involved in that. You know, that there's no, there's no nerdiness involved in that. Like, what, what, what? You know, like, I believe that there's smartness in actually helping people, building people up. Like, like, you know, right now we're in the society, we're, we're basically at that moment where we should all just, as a society, be, uh, trying to find ways to help each other out. Because we're all suffering, we're all catching it, we're all in, we're all in a really bad spot. You, you, like, there's, like, you know, you, you can't be a genius. You can't be a genius and explain to me, you know, oh, by the way, doing good things is for dumb people. I'm sorry, like, I'm sorry, like, you know, how is doing bad things a smart person trait? How is sociopathy genius? How is cruelty smart? So if you're evil, you're dumb. Leon Black is dumb. Jeffrey Epstein is dumb. Elon Musk is dumb. I, I'm just saying, that's just me. Because rich people are dumb. Now you probably might be saying to yourself, you may well, well, if you're going to say that rich people are dumb, what do you mean by rich people? Billionaires. Billionaires. Multi-millionaires. Multi-millionaires, a billion dollars is a thousand, a million dollars a thousand times. So if you are making between, so if you, you're making, I don't know, let's say a hundred million dollars to a, a billion dollars, in my opinion, 
I don't, I, I have no reason to respect you. I don't think you're a smart person. I, I, I have no reason to believe that, especially if you've been rich for a really long time. If you've been rich for a really long time, that means that whatever, you got the business model, you got the, you, uh, you got the business model kind of like relatively, what's the word I'm looking for? You got the, you got to the business model a little bit faster than everybody else. You know what I mean? Like you, you grabbed into a niche market and became successful off that market. Because a lot of people can currently, a lot of people are currently doing what a billionaire, if a lot of people are doing what a billionaire is doing and they're not becoming billionaires too, then that billionaire just was, that billionaire just got there first. That's all they did. And that's not something worth respecting to me. I don't care about that. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna be like, wow, that's a billionaire. He's such an innovator. No, he's not. He's, he, he, he did something that didn't exist back then. Professional wrestling, for instance. Professional wrestling was already, was kind of always a thing, but it was, it was always seen as kind of like a novelty act until some rich guy decided to make it into a crazier show than it already was. That's all it was. You know? You do something in a big enough town, you do something in a big enough town, enough, like 1% of a big town is, a lot more than one percent of a small town. You do something in a big town, and one percent of that big town goes over and it, you know is introduced to it and likes it. Then that's going it's going to mean a lot more than if it did it was in a small town. And if I'm not mistaken, WWE you know had like a lot of uh, shows in like Madison Square Garden and stuff. Why? Because the guy who was rich bought that venue for that event. You know, if you sell like you don't have to sell out Madison Square Garden. All you have to do is just, you don't have to sell out Madison Square Garden. All you have to do is just get at least a third of the seats filled up. A third of the seats at Madison Square is a lot, right? And also, Madison Square is this really big event place. So it's like, you know, yeah, they, uh, you could always say, yeah, they performed at Madison Square Garden. And it would just be like, oh, wow, this thing is really interesting now, I guess. Rich people are just ruining everything, and it's like now it's starting to bleed from politics because rich people have successfully eroded politics. So now it's just simply a matter of like challenging that. And now you know I'm convinced that hopefully this I'm convinced I'm hoping that you know the writer's strike is the thing that makes normal people realize these rich people are ruining things. We need to stop them. 2024 is coming. And part of me wants to believe that, um, you know, that, that means that, um, the, the transfer is being pushed into something else. Our part of me wants to believe that, you know, people are going to see what's going on with the entertainment industry and say that shouldn't happen anywhere. It shouldn't happen with the entertainment industry. It shouldn't happen with the banking industry. It shouldn't happen with the food industry. It shouldn't happen in general. Rich people should not have this much power. And in 2024, they say, okay, whoever's like whoever is heavily connected to the rich folk, we gotta get them out of office. Starting with Mitch McConnell, alien looking at. Never mind. <sighs> That's just how I think. <clears throat> That's how I want to think.
You know, I want to believe that, like, we're, I want to believe that we're slowly, you know, I want to believe that the revolution is happening. You know what I mean? It's just taking a long time because the white supremacists are fighting back. You know what I mean? I, the, the white supremacists are fighting back, but they're losing. That's what I want to believe. I want to believe that this is the revolution and we're winning. It's just taking a long time because they hitting, they're hitting back. That's just how I see it, though. Um, as long, as, you know, I, I hope that that's, I hope that that's what's happening. You know, I, I want to believe that. Like, I, I keep saying I want to believe that. I, I know I keep saying it, but it's only because. I'm, I'm trying to be hopeful. I'm trying to be confident. You know. It's a challenge though. Like being hopeful and being confident. Led me to become homeless in Texas. So. I don't know what to do with that. Alright. This is it for now. I'm um, trying my best to feel a little bit better. And stuff like that. Love, peace, happiness, and safety to every single person out there. You know, I really do hope that, um, you know, y'all, um, I don't know, fight back next year. There's going to be a whole lot of, um, a lot of political stuff being just thrown at you. And I just want y'all to just pay attention and be mindful of what's going on. The millionaires and the billionaires are the enemies now. They're basically making it very well known. Just fight back. Look at what the problem is and fight back. The problem isn't the LGBT community. The problem isn't black people. The problem isn't marginalized people. It's white supremacy and rich people. Y'all be easy.